Would you turn with me to two openings this morning, please? And there's some things that I have on my heart that I believe are significant. In Galatians 5 and 2 Timothy 2, we're going to say some other things about our our veterans and our soldiers and about the honor of God. And just believe with me for the next few minutes that you'll hear from the Lord. You know, you're not limited to what I know. That's good news. I said, you're not limited to what I know. We have a divine teacher here this morning. Amen. The Holy Spirit. And he can say things to you that I didn't say. He can say things in between the lines. And about what was said. That's just exactly what you needed to hear this morning. I've had people sometimes come up after service and go, oh, Brother Keith, Brother Keith, I'm so glad you got up on that. Man, that's just what I need. They started telling me all these wonderful things. And I wanted to say, well, wait just a minute. Now, tell me that again. What was that? Because I didn't say that. (laughs) They're hearing some things I didn't say. And that's a wonderful thing about us coming together, us believers, and coming in faith. We have the divine one here this morning. Amen. He speaks to us from his word. Speaks to us by his spirit. I mean, is it true that we can hear from God this morning? Yes. Is it true? Yes. Amen. That's kind of weak. How about the rest of you? You think that, that God is here this morning? That yes. we could hear from Him? Yes. That's an amazing thing. That's a great, great thing. Galatians 5, 2 Timothy 2. Oh yeah, thank you Lord, before I forget it. We're going to begin having... Prayer services uh, for the church and for the area, for the country, uh, Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Amen. Now, if you know you're visiting from another church or something, well, then you be at your church and you support it. And, and something else that God's got you hooked up with, well, that's fine. You, you be faithful wherever God puts you. But if you're part of this church and, and you're, you're supposed to be here, then we'll have prayer. Now, let, let me just forewarn you, we're going to pray. Amen. So if, uh, it won't be, you won't be okay for you just to come watch me pray. That's right. <laughs> and it's not for you just come and read your Bible. We're going to pray. Everybody say pray. pray. You know what that is, right? We're going to pray. Yes. Amen. So if you want to come pray at 7 o'clock Wednesdays. Galatians, Wednesday, excuse me, Wednesday evening, 7 o'clock. Galatians, the fifth chapter. And the first verse, we referred to it earlier, but let's, uh, let's read this. Galatians 5.1 says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Let me read that from the NIV says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. That's interesting, isn't it? Why did he set us free? So we could be free. Amen. I mean, that's enough, isn't it? That is enough. And stand firm then and don't let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. The enemy is in the bondage business, isn't he? 
The scripture tells us in Isaiah that the anointing destroys the yoke. Amen. It removes burdens and it destroys yokes. Jesus said, come unto me, ye that labor and are heavy laden, and he'll do what? I'll give you rest. He'll relieve you. He'll set you free. It's got to be frustrating to the enemy. I said, it's got to be frustrating to the devil. Sometimes he works for years, sometimes for decades, getting a real bondage in somebody's life. Yeah, that's right. getting, a, getting them burdened down and getting a yoke on them that's choking them and got them in bondage. And the anointing can destroy it off of their lives in milliseconds. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And all you got to do is believe and receive it. How many believe the Lord can set you free from anything that binds you? Any habit, any sin, any past, any grievance, any memory, anything that's hindered you and held you down, don't you believe it's too hard for the Lord? He can heal you. Amen. He can deliver you. He can set you free. And he whom the Son is set free is free indeed. And it was for freedom that he set us free. And he said, and don't get entangled in that stuff again. Don't get back in bondage. Look in 2 Timothy now, please. 2 Timothy, the second chapter. You think it's going to be okay this morning? All right. Believe with me. 2 Timothy 2. Paul writing to Timothy, actually the Spirit of God speaking through Paul to Timothy and to us. He said in verse 1, Thou therefore, my son, 2 Timothy 2, 1, Be strong in the grace that's in Christ Jesus. And the things that you've heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. You therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that wars entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier. Are we as Christians to have a good soldier mentality? Every one of us are. Is there a a warfare going on? Yes, there is. is. Now, Now, Jesus has already won. We need to understand but then he told us, I mean, Jesus, he, he overcame sin. The Bible said he stripped the enemy. He brought him to naught. He spoiled him and made an open display of him. He whooped him and then showed everybody. And, uh, but then he tells us, he said, I, I'm, I'm going to be with the Father. And he said, I give you the name. Amen. You preach the gospel. Yes, amen. You go into all the world. You heal the sick. You cast out devils, right? Isn't that what he said? Yes, amen. You take my name, and he said, let's sum it up like this. He said, you occupy yes. till I come back. Yes. Amen? Yes. We don't need to pray that the Lord would come with an escape mentality. No, Lord, please come back. Come back tomorrow. Come back now. Come back tonight, because I owe money. <laughs> Come get me out. Bail me. Jerk me out of this. No, 
Yes, he's coming. Yes, let's expect. But let's get ready. How many know there's some other people need to get saved? There, there's some other folk need to come in. There's some other things need to happen. There's some prophecies that are yet to be fulfilled. Some things that God has said that yet need to be done. And the Lord expects to come back and find a glorious church. Amen. You and I standing with one foot on the devil's head. Amen. He whooped him. And we're occupying. He got it. We're holding it. Amen. He's coming back for a victorious church. We're supposed to be overcomers. More than conquerors. That's us. But as such, you need to be a good soldier. Amen. Tell somebody, I'm a good soldier. (laughs) They look like they believe you. The first Timothy 6, 12, you don't have to turn there, but it simply says, fight the good fight of faith. It's not always easy. He said, endure what? Hardness as a good soldier. Now, you'll find that faith and commitment are inseparable. You show me a man or woman of faith, I'll show you somebody who's fixed about what they believe and who you cannot shake off of it with some hardness or discomfort or inconvenience. We live in a generation that in a large measure has become weakened and are not strong in their principles and don't hold dear and strongly their values. And a lot of people talk a good talk about commitment. Oh yeah, yeah, we're fully committed until it starts to cost them something. Then they begin to be a little more open to the other side and begin to compromise. We're honoring our, our veterans. We're honoring those who fought to obtain freedom and to keep freedom. And there has been a terrible price paid, friend. Freedom is not cheap. It may be free to those of us enjoying it, but somebody paid a huge price. It's the same way spiritually as it is naturally. Yes, salvation is free. Being born again cost you nothing. Being healed and delivered and blessed by the power of God cost you no money. You don't have to pay for it because somebody else did. Amen. But when you think about it, the men and the women who, who left their loved ones and went thousands of miles away from home, into a strange place and, and dealt with heat unbearable and humidity and cold. I mean, when you, when you think about some of the battles that have been fought and the cold that those people had to deal with and people that have charged up hills in a rain of fire and lost 
blood, lost limbs, lost sanity sometimes for a period, lost their innocence, lost their lives. Can anything be worth that? Can anything be worth paying that kind of price? Well, friends, I I got up this morning in a place that I'm renting it, but I can call it my own. Nobody told me what I had to do. Amen. Amen. I got out and breathed the fresh air, put on my own clothes that I own. Amen. Got in our own car that we own. Drove over here. Praise the Lord. Nobody checked me. I didn't have any. There were no stops along the road. Come to a place and sing about Jesus. and Say just anything I have on my heart. Hallelujah. Anything. Pray any way I want to pray. Have a healing meeting. Have an altar call. Read as many scriptures. Stay here and read scripture all day if I want to. Amen. I can own a dog. I can own a gun. Rifles. I can have 40 shotguns if I want to. Cows and horses. A piece of land that's mine. Amen. Was it worth it? It's worth it to me. I said, it's worth, how many raise your hand and say, it's worth it to me. It's worth it. Oh, glory to God. It's worth it to me. The freedom we have. Was it worth it? The price that these guys paid? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus endured more than any of our veterans ever endured. As horrible as they might have experienced. Jesus not only experienced somebody destroying his body. Spears and thorns and whips and nails and hanging while you bled to death. and I mean that's horrible. But that wasn't the worst part of what he went through. The worst part of what he went through is having all the sin... Of all generations past and present and future converging and being laid on his sinless, spotless being. And him literally being made sin, the Bible says, with our sin. We don't know how horrible that was. We don't know. I mean, you can can begin to get some glimpses into it as he's hanging on the cross saying, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When the full judgment of God came on him. Was it worth it? We don't have to think two seconds about that. I mean it was horrible for him. But was it worth it? Yes. Everybody say it's worth it to me. It's worth it to me. I'll praise him forever. How many of you are different today. Because of Jesus. That doesn't even begin to describe it does it. I mean. Did did you have another life before you knew Jesus, before you got saved? 
Was there darkness? Was there condemnation? Was there death? Was there bondage? Oh, but in him now, we have freedom. Well, I said, we have freedom. And he said, I got it for you, and I don't want you to let it go. Stand in it. Stand fast in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. Can you say amen? Amen. I want you to look with me in uh, the book of Hebrews. Say it out loud again. It's worth it to me. I like being free. <laughs> Don't you? Get on my motorcycle. Ride where I want to. Ride all the way through Arkansas. Amen. Ride through Louisiana. Don't even have to stop at the state line. Right? Don't have to explain anything to anybody. Get out on my porch and pray just as loud as I want to. Shout all day if I want to. Read Bible scriptures all week. Amen. Nobody bother me. Hunt rabbits if I want to. Huh? Have a barbecue. Just do whatever I think I want to do. Amen. Amen. Serve the Lord any way I feel like he's leading me to do it. Amen. I'm so glad. I didn't have to get government permission to come from Tulsa to Branson. Start a church. In fact, we didn't ask anybody if we could. Some folk thought we ought to, but we didn't, we didn't ask, we didn't ask anybody. We didn't just do it on a whim, but when we felt like the Lord spoke to us, we just come out on up here. Amen. Lord said, do this. We thought, you know, we started to say how, but we've been there too many times before. We know that's not, you don't ask that. If he says do it, he's already got it figured out. Now, he don't usually tell you how he's got it figured out. But he'll just tell you. He'll open the door and say, go through that door. And you say, what's in there, Lord? <laughs> and you'll hear nothing. Because you know all you need to know to walk by faith. Amen. But what freedom we have. I said, what freedom we have. I mean, in many countries, the government would own properties like this. Right? I mean, in so many places, you, you couldn't enjoy a fraction of what we do. I know it's been awful on the battlefield. I know it's been terrible. I know I don't know a lot of the situations that people couldn't even relate. But is it worth it? Glory to God. It's worth it to me. I said, it's worth it to me. So stick your flag up again. I said, stick, stick your flag up again. Say it out loud. It's worth it to me. It's worth it to me. Hallelujah. Now put your, put your other hand up to Jesus. And tell him. Say it's worth it to me Lord. The price you paid. It's worth it. To me. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
We ought to be happy in here today. We're free. I said we're free. Really free. Free outside. Free inside. Spirit, soul, mind, body, life, business, family, church. We're free. 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 And I'm glad. It's worth it to me. I said it's worth it to me. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm glad I came this morning. If it was for nobody else but me, I'd, I'd have preached this for myself. I'm free. You know, take a side thought here about this. So many times people are postponing their enjoyment till later. Hmm? There's a lot of folks, they postpone all their enjoyment until heaven. And they gripe about something. They gripe about the Democrats. Gripe about the news media. Gripe about the Republicans. Gripe about the president. Gripe about the church. Gripe about this. There's always, and how many understand there will always be something you can find that's not perfect. Maybe not even the way it ought to be. Hmm? But how many know if you and I, sitting up here in church, saved in a free country, there ought to be a whole lot of things we could be thankful for, that we could, that we could find that are good and that are right and that are blessings. And you don't have to wait till you make all that money to be happy. You don't have to wait till you get that promotion. You don't have to wait. Till you hit the big time success. You don't have to wait till you get that big house. You don't have to wait another moment. You can enjoy some things today. You can be glad. You can joy. You can revel in them. You can celebrate in them right now today. Today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> Bob, you can play any song you want to on your guitar. Nobody tell you. V, you can play anything on the bass you want. Is that right? <laughs> I don't know if y'all like this as good as I do or not. How many of you can go out here after church, get in your car, go anywhere you want to go? Huh? Eat at any restaurants you want to eat at? Huh? You can eat barbecue, you can eat fried chicken, you can get vegetables, you can eat a steak. Tacos, whatever you want to eat today, because you're free. I said, because you're free. (laughs) You're free. You can go up on the strip and play and go to a show and ride go-karts, or you can go home and take a nap. Anything you want to do, because you're free. Is that right? I said, you're free. Somebody ought to say, praise God. Praise God. I'm, free. I'm free. Hebrews 11, are you there? Hebrews 11 in verse 32. We have both a natural heritage and a spiritual heritage. We have a natural freedom that has come at great price. Multiple 
wars, battles, arenas of conflict, hundreds of thousands damaged and lost lives. Prices paid. Family, not, not just the individuals that were lost, but their families paid a price. Amen? Their wives didn't have a husband and the children that didn't have a daddy and parents that lost a, a son or daughter. Could anything be worth this kind of price? Somebody say, yeah. Yeah, it's worth it to me. Amen. Well, spiritually, it's the same thing. Read this in Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11 is the great faith chapter. Situation after situation of faith. And really, this whole book is a faith book, isn't it? I mean, you don't see anybody in here that that received anything of God or did anything substantial uh, in God except by faith. And of faith. I mean, the just live by faith. Right? And that's us. And he tells about Abel and Enoch and Abraham and Sarah and Abraham. Excuse me, I already said that, didn't I? Isaac, Jacob, Abraham, (laughs) Joseph, and just checking you out. Moses. But down in verse 32, he says, and what more... Shall I say? For the time would fail me. I don't have enough time to tell you about all of them. About Gideon. About Barak. About Samson. Jephthah. David. Samuel. Who through faith. Subdued kingdoms. Worked righteousness. Obtained promises. Stopped the mouths of lions. Quenched the violence of fire. Escaped the edge of the... Let's just stop right here. What stopped... The, the lion's mouth. This says faith did it. We know God did it, but what allowed God to do it? What allowed the angel of God to do it? Faith. What quenched the fire in the fiery furnace? The Bible said it was faith. Right? Right here. Quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong. Waxed valiant in flight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead, raised to life again. What did all this? Faith. God did it, but it was faith that allowed him to do it. And others were tortured. Now get this. Everybody say tortured. See, there have been individuals that were tortured for our physical freedom. Spent months and months and months in hellish camps of war. Prisoner camps. Endured unspeakable torture. Could anything be worth that? People going through something like that. What do you say? It's worth it to me. It's worth it to me. The same thing has happened for us spiritually. There's a long line of individuals leading up to Jesus. And then how many of there's a long line after Jesus? Have you ever read the story of how we got our Bible? Do you know that there were many men who were tied to the, 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 the post and burned alive trying to get us this Bible? 
And you know that nearly every one of them could have lived if they'd have just recanted. They were given multiple opportunities. They tied them up there. They piled the wood around them. They soaked it with uh, lamp oil and stuff. And, and they got the match there. They got the torch there. They said, all right now, you know, you're going to recant or not. Now you find out what you believe in a time like that, don't you? When it's going to cost you your life? You're going to die over this? Can anything be worth paying that kind of price? Yeah. It is to me. There's some things you don't back off of. Amen? There's some things it's worth dying for. Aren't they? Jesus thought so. I said he thought so. Read about these guys. Read about them. They were tortured. What did that next phrase say? Not accepting deliverance. That they might obtain a what? You know, one thing that makes us hard to beat is we know even if we die, we ain't dead. Is that right? I mean, Jesus said, don't fear them that kill the body and after that have nothing else they can do. He said, fear God. Amen. Fear God. Somebody put a gun to your head and said, I'm going to blow your head off. You don't do this. You say, well, I've been wanting to see my new mansion. I've been wanting to see Jesus all my life. Question is, are you ready to meet him? You don't act like you are. Amen. I mean, when you get a hold of this strong enough, you have no fear of death. Yeah, now the essence of your body will recall from death. And and your body will try to fight to live because that's what it's made to do. But when you get the truth revealed in your spirit strong enough, you're not afraid to die. You don't go around afraid of a car wreck or afraid of a plane crash or afraid somebody's going to shoot you. You know, would God that this revelation had come strong in every soldier who's on the field this morning. Amen. Lord, reveal it to them. Reveal yourself to them. If they don't know you, how many know you can get saved right there? Where where they are, at their post, wherever they are on the line, Lord, reveal yourself to them right where they are right now that they can know you and believe on you and take the fear out of them so they have no fear. No fear of dying, no fear of death. Then you're ready to live. Amen. Keep reading. He said that they might obtain a better resurrection. Others had trial of cruel mockings, scourgings, bonds, imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sawn asunder. Cut in half with a saw. Tempted. Slain with the sword, wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. Can you see that God honors these kind of people? God himself honors these people. He said, they're they're of such value to me, the world's not worthy of such people. But he sent them anyhow. And he continues to do so today, doesn't he? 
I mean, there are people, if you've read any history at all, there are people that have been killed right and left for preaching the gospel. There are countries today, right now, people are sitting in prison, been there for years for preaching this gospel. Many have been court-martialed, many have been shot, executed, just for doing what I'm doing this morning here in this place. How many glad to be in Branson, Missouri this morning? Glory to God. No guards outside. Nobody going to storm this place with machine guns. Haul me off to jail. You too. We're free. But we remember those that are there in these prisons right now. Amen? Let's pray for them right now. How about it? You want to? Hallelujah. Father God, we pray right now for everyone that's sitting in a jail cell any part of the world because of their witness for you, because of preaching the gospel, because of not being ashamed of of you and standing up for you. And Lord, we ask you strengthen them. Give them strength in their spirit, in their inner man, by your spirit right now. Quicken them. Raise them up. Let them know how much you love them, Lord. Let them know how valuable they are. Let them know they are not forgotten. Let them feel our love half a world away. Let them feel the love of God from us and through us and from you. Give them peace in their mind. And Lord, whatever they need, if they need food, if they need clothes, then Lord, get them to them some way. We ask to get it to them. To help them. And we pray for their deliverance. And we pray for their release, Lord. Give them favor in some way. Get them out of there. Deliver them in Jesus' name. We thank you for their sacrifice. We thank you for the price they're paying to get your good news to those people on that land. Thank you. We honor them today. They are heroes of faith. Praise God. Amen. Stone, sawn asunder, tempted, slain with the sword. Verse 38 says, They wandered in deserts, in mountains, in dens, in caves of the earth. I mean, there's been soldiers climb into ditches and holes that you wouldn't send your dog into. Go up through entanglements and, and wilderness that you, you wouldn't dare get into. Missionaries have done the same. Amen? This freedom you and I enjoy, it's coming at a great price. Could anything be worth paying that kind of price? It's worth it to me. Verse 39, all these having obtained a good report, through what? Faith. Received not the promise. They didn't see the fullness of what you and I are into today. God having provided some better thing for us that without us, they should not be made perfect. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Hallelujah. Every soldier who knew the Lord, who fell, <laughs> stepped out of his body and was called up to glory. Yes. Amen. Every child of God, every prophet, every missionary, who was ever shot or speared or killed or sawn asunder or stoned, they stepped out of their body and was caught up to glory. Yes, and they're all 
all in the grandstands in glory right now. Cheering us on. Hallelujah. Encouraging us to be honorable men and women of God. And to stand up for freedom and to stand up for Jesus. And the gospel message. Amen. He says, read it. He says, this great cloud of witnesses, since we got all of, all of them around us and watching us, let us lay aside every weight, every sin that would beset us and hold us back. And let us run with patience the race that's set before us. Let's look unto and keep our eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Be like him who for the joy that was set before him endured. Is he our example? As good soldiers, he said, endure hardness. Endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest you get weary, lest you faint in your minds, for you have not yet resisted unto blood, striving against sin. I mean, we're still alive, right? We hadn't shed all our blood to get this done. But are you willing this morning? That's pretty weak. I said, are you willing this morning? You know, it ain't right for us to send our young people to fight for us and we ain't willing to do it. Maybe it it doesn't fall our lot, but we ought to be willing to. Amen. If it's necessary, every one of us, no matter our age, no matter what we do, Every one of us ought to be willing to do the job. Amen. 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 And every one of us, maybe, maybe it hadn't fallen your lot to be nailed to a cross. Like some of the followers of Jesus, some of his very disciples were said to have been nailed upside down. Yeah. And, and burnt at the, at, at the post and, and, and speared and, and every other kind of thing. And that, may, that hasn't befallen us. We haven't resisted sin. We haven't endured this kind of hardship until the point of shedding all our blood. But how many would stand up and say, I, I would do it? Hmm? Jesus did it for you, didn't he? How many would do it? If it would help somebody else, if you could get the gospel to somebody else, hmm? that you'd stand up and say, I'd do it. I would do it if it cost my life. Hmm? I'm going to call you on record this morning, all right? If you'd say, I would do it. If I, if, I, if I need to, I would fight for my country, and I'd fight for my Lord, I'd fight for the gospel. I want you to stand up on your feet. If you'd say, I would do it. I would do it. Amen. Amen. If it cost my life, I would do it. Amen. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Sit back down there. Here's the next question. You'd die for him? Would you live for him? Huh? That's, that can be harder. I mean, somebody put a bullet through you, boom, it's over. But this is every day. Right? Every day I get up and every day I got this flesh. They don't always want to do right. And every day I got this head. I don't always think right. Hmm? But didn't the Bible say we're to offer up our body a living, a living, living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service? 
Hmm? Live for him. You know, I said this and I'm trying to close now, but we live in a society of commitmentless people. People without values. Do you know we're still suffering? We're still suffering from the rebellion of the 50s and 60s. We are. We're not over that. That's been passed down now uh, another generation or two. You know, people, don't get me started here, but, you know, you might not have agreed with everything about Vietnam. But to spit on a man who's getting off a plane, who, who fought for you? What? I mean, it wasn't just three or four people that did this. I mean, there were all kind of people who were yelling and railing against authority and, and railing against established religion and half stoned out of their minds on drugs and into immorality up to their eyes. None of this is of God. I said, none of this is of God. And that's not what freedom is for. To spit on each other. We have been made free to enjoy freedom. And to show honor to God. And to each other. And to esteem each other better than ourselves. Amen. There'll always be something that you won't agree with. There'll always be something that's not exactly right. That's the earth right now. It's, it, the curse is in the earth. And there's a lot of people who don't even know God, not even trying to live right. But you and I need to be the salt. You and I need to be the light. We need to hold up the standard high. Amen. Part of this is commitment. There's a lot of folk preach, they're good armchair committers. They, they talk a good talk. I don't know over the last 20 years, the people that have told Phyllis and I at different times, you said, well, you know, boy, the Lord's laid you all on our hearts. We're going to hook with you. We're going to help you. We're going to support you. We're with you. We're with you. You need us for anything. I mean anything. You let us know. We take those things seriously. And I don't call on people unless I feel like the Lord dealt with me about something. And several times you do, you go to call. And, uh, oh, oh, really? This week? You know, uh, I was going shopping with my mother-in-law. And I'm not kidding. And, and well, you know, uh, I, I was going to work in my flower beds. And, uh, and you know, we, we got this going on. Somebody said, what do you say? Nothing. Okay, fine. But I know that there's no commitment there. Amen. So you never get started. And, and so I've had some of these same people come out and say, you know, why didn't you ever use me for anything? Why didn't you? I had one guy, one guy get mad at me. Won't take me to task. He said, I told you. I said, yeah, and I called you. Commitment. Everybody say commitment. Commitment means it's going to cost you something. Is everybody clear on that? It's going to cost you something. 
We, Phyllis and I, multiple times in our life, have left everything. Left family, left houses, left stuff. We've done it, and we've done it again, and I'd do it again. How many know when you're in war, you got to be able to be mobile? Is that right? you got to be able to liquidate. you got to be able to move. Well, there is a war going on here. Amen. And you have been called to service. And as a good soldier, you don't entangle yourself with the affairs of this life so much that you ain't got time to do anything for Jesus. You know, there's all kind of people. I mean, probably a mass of Christians in this country, they feel like if they manage to get up in time to make it to church. And they were there and sat quietly and listened. And maybe especially if they put a dollar or two in the offering plate, they have done something. Friend, that ain't it. I said, that's not it. You and I are called to service, to be soldiers, to do something. Amen. And when something's to be done in the church and in the ministries and the mission outreaches, you're supposed to lift your hand. There will be some missions. Amen. There's going to be some missions in Faith Life Church. Amen. And I'm going to say everybody that's not scared, step forward. Yeah. There's going to be some volunteers for some missions. And I want to see some movement. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And if you don't, somebody else will. Yeah. And they'll get your blessing. Yeah. And they'll get your reward. Yeah. And they'll get used. Yeah. And you won't. Yeah. I'm calling on you this morning. I'm calling on the the Spirit of the Lord is calling on you. Mm -hmm. Examine your life. Have you got too many irons in the fire? Too much stuff going on that a thousand years nobody will know about or care? Hmm? So many things we think we got to do. So many things that take so much of our time that just involve us and ours. That eliminate it and keep us out of doing things for God. Friend, life is short. It's very, very short. Even if you live a hundred years, it's here, it's gone. It's like a vapor. It appears a little while and then it, it goes away. How many soldiers do I have in here? Amen. How many are willing to step up to the plate? Yes. How many are not afraid Amen. to be inconvenienced, to be made uncomfortable? Yes. How many people won't go on a mission trip, you know? We're going to have some mission trips. We're going to have some outreaches of some things. Amen. And they don't have showers everywhere. And sometimes you sweat. And can't take a bath for days. And you, you look at people across the crest. And go, I'm not going there. <laughs> then you are unwilling to endure anything. Which means you will compromise your principles. As soon as any pressure is applied to you. Mm-mm. God's making real men. And real women of God. Yes, Amen. Amen. Are you going to be one of them? Yes. Are you willing to pay a price that's necessary so somebody else can get what you got? Somebody else can enjoy what you've enjoyed? People have sweat. They have shed blood. They have lost limbs. They have lost life. They have lost innocency. Is anything worth paying that kind of price? I want to hear what you say about it. Is anything worth paying? Say it out loud. It's worth it. To me. Stand on your feet, please. Say it out loud. It's worth it. To me. One more time. It's worth it. To me. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Close your eyes if you would. 
And I'm going to call on you for something here I want you to say out of your mouth, a commitment from your heart. Say it out loud, Lord Jesus. I answer the call to be a good soldier of Jesus Christ. I am willing to endure inconvenience, sacrifice, hardship for the gospel's sake. Show me what I'm supposed to do. Missions I'm supposed to be a part of. And I will will obey, obey. even if if it costs me, me. I will will obey. obey. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Here am I. I. Use me. me. Send me. me. Praise God. Praise Praise you, Lord. Just just close your eyes. Lift your hands and praise Him a little bit. and, And just check your heart now. See if you really mean that. Because the harvest is great. And the laborers are few. And he will use you. He will use you as much as you give him, he will use. You give him more, he will use more. And it won't make you sad. It won't ruin your life. It will make you the happiest you've ever been. It will give you the most satisfaction that you've ever had. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You can be seated again for just a minute. Would you keep your eyes closed after you're seated there? Would y'all just play something softly on the instruments there, please? Father, we thank you so much for the freedom we enjoy today. And for any person in this place that does not know you and hasn't been enjoying this freedom, I pray for them right now. And ask you to reveal to them their lost condition, that they're not okay. Help them to see they need to receive the great price that was paid and the work that was done. Every person that's never been born again, draw them powerfully by your spirit, I ask right now. Every person in this place that has never, or they have been born again, but for whatever reasons, they, they lost their commitment and they've just been doing all kind of manner of things that, that sinners do and that they got no business doing and being with and going to. And they hadn't been living right at all. And they need to get back to you. Help them to see how far off they've gotten and how out of fellowship with they are. And draw them to yourself this morning, I ask in Jesus' name. With eyes closed, nobody looking around. Friend, if I'm praying for you and God's dealing with you. And you can't say, I know that I know I'm saved and I'm right with God and ready to meet Jesus. You need to make a move this morning. You need to make some commitment to Him for He's already committed to you. If you say, Brother Keith, that's me, I, I need to receive Jesus, lift up your hand. Let us pray for you today before you get away. If you say, I need to receive Jesus, lift up your hand if that's you. Or if you'd say, I, I need to come back to God. I, I don't mean you made a mistake and repented. I mean you just haven't been living right at all. You've been going the wrong way. Yes. Yes. Others that need to respond. Yes. You need to say, Brother, Ke- Brother Keith, I, I need to give my heart to the Lord. Or I need to come back to the master if that's you put your hand up please let us pray yes thank you let us pray for you if you're not sure that you're sure if you don't know that you know that you're saved and right with God you need to make a move you need to let us pray for you need to receive Jesus today as a look once again if you haven't done so already put your hand up and you say yes brother keep pray for me too include me in that prayer all right we're going to pray for you Before I do, Jesus said, if you're ashamed of me and my words before men, I'll be ashamed of you before the Father. 
But he said, if you'll confess me before men, I will confess you before the Father. So I want you to be unashamed if you lifted your hand, or you should have lifted your hand if God's dealing with you. To give your heart to the Lord, I want you to stand up right now by your chair. Stand up. I'm going to pray for you. But I want you to be bold and unashamed. If you, if you lifted your hand or you should have lifted your hand, please move right now. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you. There are others that need to respond. Move right now. This is serious business. There is a conflict going on. You need to know that you're on the right side. Hallelujah. The side that wins. Praise God. Those of you standing, would you open your eyes and look at me? I'm so glad you're not ashamed of the Lord. I want to pray for you. I want to do it in person right here. Would you please be unashamed of Jesus and walk right down here and meet me? Let me pray for you. Oh, thank you, Lord. Let's sing, come to Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, praise you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Come to Jesus. Praise God. Oh, I'm so glad you've come. You will not regret this. Hallelujah. So glad you've come. Hallelujah. Others that need to come. If you're not sure, if you don't know, please come on right now. Oh, thank you, Lord. Come to Jesus and believe. Oh, thank you, Lord, for whatever you may need, you shall receive. Praise God. If you need to come now, make your move. Come right now. Everybody stand, why don't you? Oh, come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. And... Oh, receive, receive for whatever you may need, you shall receive. I'd like everyone to pray this out loud. Everyone confess this from the depth of your being. These folk here are going to do it. You do it in the crowd. Reaffirm your faith. Say it aloud. Father God, God, I believe in you. I believe in your son Jesus Jesus, that he died on the cross cross, and paid the full price price for all my sins, sins, every failure, failure, every mistake. mistake. I believe believe you've raised him from the dead. dead. He's alive right now. now. Jesus, Jesus, you are my king, my my Lord, my my Savior. Thank you. For accepting me, me, washing me, me, making me clean, clean, setting me free. free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord. Praise God. God. Amen. Now listen, friends. Never after today let anybody, including your own memories, anybody you know make you feel bad or guilty or ashamed about anything that you've said or done before today. Because according to the word, it's gone. Washed away. You stand here clean as though you never made a mistake. Hallelujah. And everybody else that prayed that prayer today, you stand here clean as though you never made a mistake. We are truly free. I said we are truly free. Praise God. Ladies, would you take just a moment, please, and, and, and step around the corner with Brother David here, a minister. We've got a few little books we want to give you, and just make sure that you're happy and satisfied. We're so glad Praise that God. you've come. Follow Brother David to the place of prayer.
Hallelujah. Glory to God. Can y'all sing victory in Jesus? Get, get ready to sing that. We're going to sing that as our dismissal. We've got victory in Jesus. We're so glad that you came. Come on, get ready. We're so glad that you came this morning. And we're, we're just, I see smiling faces. And man, I, I think you guys believe what we're talking about. Y'all stood up. Looked like you were ready to take up a, a weapon right now and, and go do business. Well, we got some spiritual weapons. Amen. Take them up. And do business for the king. You got something you want to say? Just wanted to let you know, Wednesday night we will not have child care during the prayer yeah, service. That's right. So uh, that's right. just wanted you to know that we won't have classes or anything for the children. Yeah. So be blessed. Hallelujah. Let's sing. We're dismissed. We got victory in Jesus. Love you.